0: Faster than a speeding bullet! More powerful than a locomotive. Hello, Gotham. Joker's back in town. I'm not wearing hockey pads. And now you're listening to the new and improved Outside the Comics Volume 2 Podcast with your host. No! What is going on, OTC listeners? Another episode of Outside the Comics Volume 2 Podcast is in your life today. And here we are on a Friday night. On a rainy night, by the way. I'm actually recording this while it's still raining outside my fucking house. It's a good thing I patted the walls a little bit with some sound-absorbing foam. But if you do hear a little raindrops... Raindrops keep falling on my head. I don't know. If you hear more raindrops, then that's what's going on in the background. I can only do so much. I can only do so much. But... That's not going to stop me from doing what I do best. And that's being on this podcast to talk to you about comic book news. And holy shit, do we have a lot of news tonight? This is probably going to be a three to one special. Three to one? Three for one. Three to one underdog of the night. Yep. Yep. Three for one special. For one thing, if you guys have heard already, we got Alien and Predator to be taken and has been acquired. Marvel Comics yay or nay I could see both sides and in the second piece of news Ben Affleck most likely has signed a contract to be Batman again only with HBO max and any other Snyder film did I not call it did I not call it and in the third piece of news Zatanna most likely will be getting her own solo movie it's already reportedly being developed And how awesome would it be to see one of the greatest magicians in the DC Universe to make her theatrical debut? Ooh, it's a great time to be a DC fan, I'll tell you that. All that plus our supervillain quote of the day, some announcements to make. But first, like we always do about this time, let's get our shoutouts out of the way, shall we? Unfortunately, this shoutout goes to another person that died. This one actually kind of hit me in the MMA world. Abdul Manap Nurmagomedov. He is the father of the current lightweight champion of the UFC, Habib Nurmagomedov. Unfortunately, he died at 57 due to COVID complications. It just goes to show that this thing can take anyone from what we least expect. And unfortunately, it was another death. I know this is nothing to do with comic book related, but considering that I'm a huge fan of the MMA, I just feel like giving a shout out, rest in power, to Mr. Nurmagomedov, condolences to his son, his family. He changed the dynamics of how the UFC, or at least how on how certain fighters view their ways in terms of respect. In terms of giving respect to your opponent. Because that's all he cared about. He cared about not only his religion, but he cared about respect. There's a competition. He cared about forgiveness. He cared about kindness. That was the kind of man he was. Rest in power to Mr. Nurmagomedov. You will forever be missed and never forgotten. But now that we got that shout out of the way, you know what's sad? Every time when I do a shout out, the majority of the people are always ending up dying. It's fucked up. It really is. But like I said, I do my shout outs that's outside the comic book world. If it hits me in a personal way or if it hits me in a world that I love to be in or that I'm familiar with, I will talk about it. And it's just to bring awareness. That's all it is. But let's continue on Happy Notes. Now that we got those shots out of the way, let's go for our three-for-one special and talk about the Marvel Comics Acquiring Alien and Predator, and that starts right in a bit. You know, throughout our entire life, when it comes to reading comics or watching epic superhero movies, there are always certain crossovers that we like to date back from as far as we can remember on, let's just say, what we thought was really, really epic. I can think back to the 90s when the epic crossover between Batman and Superman and how that was fucking awesome. And then the crossovers between Batman and the Ninja Turtles, or the crossovers with the Avengers, or any other crossover that's happened. Hell, even Alien vs. Predator, two of the most iconic characters in the history of Dark Horse comics. Very graphic, very violent. We were fans from the 70s, from 1979 with Alien and 1987 with Predator. And it was fascinating, and we thought what would happen if these two behemoths just clashed against each other. Granted, we did not get good movies of the crossovers, but it is what it is. We got what we got. And now it's happened in the Marvel comics, in the comic book world itself. Marvel somehow acquired the rights of Alien and Predator from Dark Horse. Wow. I honestly did not see that coming. I thought that maybe, just maybe, Dark Horse would just do their own thing and Marvel would pretty much leave them alone. But instead, we got this epic news. Now, I said earlier in the beginning that I can kind of see both sides to this. For one thing, this is fucking awesome because can you imagine a couple of fights that you would love to see in terms of an alien versus any one of the Marvel characters? Or, let's say, with the Predator, how about Wolverine versus Predator? Which you can kind of see right now on Bat in the Sun, the YouTube channel. Shout out to them, by the way. They do very cool crossover battles. And Alien versus, let's say, Captain America. Or Groot. Or even Venom. Ooh, that would be fucking sweet. Alien versus Venom? Ooh, I would pay fucking money to see that. I would pay money to even read that. How about a flock of aliens versus a flock of symbiotes? Ooh, ooh, ooh. How about the aliens versus the symbiotes on a Venomverse comic? <gasps> oh, shit. I, ooh, I, I gotta calm down here. I'm getting too excited. The possibilities are now endless, and I'm sure they could actually make a comic where you have Avengers versus Alien versus Predator. A three-for-all All-out brawl. Fucking mayhem. Fucking awesome shit. It's fucking awesome. And yet, there are some drawbacks to that. As cool as those crossovers are, as cool as those epic battles are, because let's face it, when the pictures came out with this announcement came, they had an alien picture that was known as the Big Chap, and they had a Predator picture where he was actually holding Iron Man's head as his trophy. Now... These pictures were not indicating that that's what's going to happen in the actual comic storyline. They were more like teasers. They were more like a what if this would happen. Now, this leads me to my drawbacks. If Marvel has acquired these rights, which they have, and they're going to start their newly developed comics around 2021, I believe, because they're going to finish out the Predator comics towards the end of 2020, is Disney, considering the huge monopoly that they are, the huge control of almost everything at this point, is Disney going to, in a particular way, turn the stories that relates to Predator or Alien and make them a shadow of their former selves? In other words, is Disney going to downplay these characters and basically make them so much less graphic than what they're supposed to be? There's always that possibility. And if they do that, since I know a lot of people have already complained about how Disney butchered the shit out of Star Wars, there's always a chance that can happen. And I'm hoping and I'm praying to God that's not the case. If I'm going to go to a comic book store and I want to pick up a crossover between either Alien versus Venom, Wolverine versus Predator, or Predator versus someone else, or whichever the case may be, within these storylines, I want it to be bloody. I want it to be graphic. I want it to be... As dark and sinister as it could be. Why? Because it holds up to the characters personalities. It holds up to who they are. It holds up to what they do. And it's baffling in a particular way. That there's always a chance Disney might fuck this up for everybody. But I'm curious to know what you think. Will this be good in the long run? Or... She will take the chance and be like, you know what? Even though there might be some problems, it's still going to be an interesting read. I don't know. All I can say is right now is we're just going to have to wait and see what happens. But I'll tell you this. If this happens in the comic book storylines and if they're successful, you do know it's only a matter of time before it gets picked up by the live-action movie studios. Of course... The execution has to be right. It has to be a great director that has a specific vision from the previous Alien and Predator movies. They cannot fuck this up. They just can't. So for right now, we'll see what happens. Now, what do I think about this entire news? I like it. I do like it. I will give it the benefit of the doubt. I don't think they would have acquired these rights unless they didn't know what the hell they were doing. Even though I had my doubts, I'm being positive, and I'm hoping to see what they're going to do in the beginning of 2021. That's all there is to it. Second piece of news comes in to us. Ben Affleck signing a deal with HBO Max and Zack Snyder to become the Batman, the DC Extended Universe Batman, or in this case, the Snyderverse Batman. See what I did there? The Snyderverse Batman. Now, what did I say a few episodes ago? Did I not call it, did I not say that with Henry Cavill and everybody being all pumped up for the Snyder Cut next year that they wouldn't try to find a way to get Ben Affleck back and complete the entire ensemble of this team in order to go forward with a few movies now down the road? You have to understand now, I believe Warner Brothers is now taking full advantage of the DC multiverse. And you know what the crazy thing is? We care so much more now about the DC multiverse than the Marvel multiverse. Because with the Marvel multiverse, and I think I know why. I think I know why. I could be going on a little bit of a stretch here. We've been following this linear story from 2008 for so long within the MCU that we really can't picture or think to ourselves what's going on with an alternate universe, even though it happens all the time in Marvel Comics. But with DC, for some odd reason, I don't know. It just feels a lot more special. It feels a lot more earned. And let's face it, we can have multiple Batman. We can have multiple characters. We can have multiple heroes and villains all within the same realm. Because we know that Flashpoint is the one that's going to change everything. And if Ben Affleck will be back in order to sign this deal for HBO Max... And for the Snyderverse, you know what that means—just Sleep Two, and any other movie that came out that could possibly have them in cameos. These are exciting times to be a DC fan. It really is. Like I said before, we're gonna have three different iterations of Batman all at the same time: Ben Affleck's Batman, Michael Keaton's Batman, and of course Robert Pattinson's Batman. That's gonna focus on true crime and true drama. Next year. These are exciting times my friends. These are exciting times. I can't fucking wait to see what they do next. Third piece of news. It's going to be a little bit shorter than the others. But you know what is getting right to the point. Zatanna having her own movie. And guess fucking what. I'm happy. I really am. I saw a lot of comments from Facebook and Twitter on how certain people are fucking hating and everything else. Be like, oh, well, they should focus on developing the other characters before making Zatanna. And I'm like, guys, why are you hating? Why the fuck are you hating? First of all, for those that don't know who Zatanna is, Zatanna is one of the most powerful DC female badass magicians. She's on par with basically Constantine, even though they are a couple in the Justice League Dark storylines. She's fucking awesome. And whoever plays her. I I can't even have the foggiest clue. Who could cast as Zatanna. Because I'm sure I've seen Zatanna. At one point during a live action TV show. I believe it was either. Smallville. Or another show. I can't quite remember off the top of my head. But Zatanna is awesome. And whoever gets the part. Whoever gets casted to play Zatanna. Has to do two things. One. Keep her sex appeal the way it is. Okay, keep her sex appeal, keep her sexy but powerful. Don't over-sexualize her, but keep her sexy as she's so supposed to be in the comics. Keep her powerful, keep her strong, keep her forthcoming. We don't have to do this political bullshit with the feminism movement. We don't need to do any of that bullshit. No, no, no. Just keep her the way she is. And hopefully, whoever gets the part, don't fuck up and actually study the lines... In terms of her backward spells. Because I can imagine. For voiceover actors that play Zatanna. Would have a hell of a interesting perspective. In terms of how to read those spells backwards. So that's going to be a hell of a challenge. But I'm sure whoever gets casted. I think they're up to it. These are exciting times. I know I keep on saying that. But these are exciting times to be a DC fan. And I can't fucking wait. I'm sure we'll get more news about it on the Justice Con or the DC Fandome either in August and the Justice Con in July. But we'll see what happens. These are great exciting times. These are exciting times, my friends. And since I keep on saying that over and over and over, and I know you're getting sick of hearing that, let's end right there. That's all we have for today on this episode of Outside the Comics Volume 2 Podcast. Once again, thank you so much for your support. If you like what you hear, hit me up on OTC Volume 2 on Twitter or Instagram. And once again, tell everyone you know this podcast is booming. Okay, maybe it's not booming yet. We're still on the starting stage, but still, but still, we're doing great. We're getting along well, and we keep this truck on rolling. And that's how it's supposed to be. Before I go to the quote of the day, some announcements. I am going to go into YouTube sometime next week with very small UFC or MMA videos. So if you're tired of listening to me, always talking about comic books and you want something new to listen to, it will be in video form, obviously on YouTube. It will be directly, specifically UFC. And I thought about having this podcast also on YouTube, but you know what? I thought about it a lot and I feel more comfortable just doing this as a podcast, just doing this through the microphone, just doing this in audio. But for video, it will be for UFC videos only. That's how it's supposed to be. Why am I doing this? Well, I want to dip my toe a little bit on other things, other things that I find extremely passionate about. And let's just say I want to spread my wings like a butterfly and fly. That sounded so gay. And I don't care. It's awesome in my head. (laughs) Let's go to our supervillain quote of the day. And this one is from Vandal Savage. If there's something that I've learned in 4,000 years, it's patience. And my reaction to that is patience goes a very, very long way. Some people have it. Other people don't. But if it takes you 4,000 years to find it, you're going to have to get yourself a new hobby, my friend. You have to get yourself a new hobby. Once again, guys, thank you so much for your support. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great, awesome weekend. Have a great 4th of July. Don't blow anybody up with fireworks. Keep it to a minimum if you can. I'm just saying it's better to be safe than screwed because you don't want any cops to knock on your front door and have to confiscate you or arrest you because you did a bad thing. That's pretty much what I have to say about that. Tune in Monday night where we'll talk more comic book news, and I'll release my first video hopefully after the weekend, and I'll let you know where and when to tune in to. And remember, if we read about it, and you hear about it, I talk about it. Till next time, I'm done, I'm through, peace out.